0: You are listening to The Fascia Guide, a podcast about the living body, about new research and a new perspective on health, pain and what it means to be alive. The Fascia Guide is a conversation between Hans Bolin, innovator and fascia expert, Per Johansson, doctor of human ecology and historians of science and ideas, and me, Axel Bolin. So, I have a topic to discuss today. I've been looking at fascia research for the last 13 years or 10 years, and there's so much research, we even built a database around all this research, and it's amazing research, it's about how uh, the body works, of course, but also about um, how it flows and how it heals, and it's not, it's made by really, really good researchers, it's professors, professors of anatomy, it's uh, doctors, it's a liver pathologists, it's Really renowned researchers doing real proper research, and the implications of this research is truly fantastic it's, we've been working with different methods to to use this to help the body heal in different ways and it really works so the possibilities is amazing so we have all this new research, all these new ways of of making this research become real and all these possibilities but still, there is so little about this in in media or in the public or or it's not it's not mainstream at all it's not even it's not that big not many people know what fascia is so why is it like that why why is fascia so hard to understand or hard to why is it so hard for fascia to become mainstream
1: well i, I think um uh, the, the short answer to that uh, is something we have uh, touched upon ear, ear, in earlier episodes. It is that uh, it, it, it seems very clear by now that uh, what all this new fascia uh, research points to is the necessity of l- starting to learn to think in terms of uh flows and wholeness and how things fit together. It it requires a perspective, a sort of top-down perspective uh, is is required. You have to see the body as a whole. You have to see how the the living body interacts with the environment. And you have to to learn to think about how the different parts of the body interconnect. Not as parts, but as uh, participants, you could say, in 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 the flow of the wholeness, and and uh, that very way of thinking goes against very much against the whole grain of how Western civilization. <laughs> is is put together it's, it works it's we, we it, all of us who have grown up in 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 western civilization have without realizing it learned to think in 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 a way that requires us to uh, see things as 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 parts and uh, if you look at science and medical science uh, most of it is uh, also actually much of fascia research uh, is uh, conducted on the basis of a, a high degree of specialization so you have very detailed knowledge about certain details of how fascia works uh, or, or any other part of the body for that matter so so the specialization and the, the detailed knowledge of, of parts We are very good at that. It it doesn't matter if it's medicine or some other part Mm. of what we're we're doing in in society. Everything is uh, partitioned in in, in certain ways. We will have to return to this uh, uh, from several aspects uh, in this conversation. But uh, so far, I think you have to just realize that if you have learn to think in terms of parts and if you have learned to value specialized knowledge above all other kinds of knowledge you are not equipped to mm-hmm. think in terms of wholeness and the whole living body as, as such it requires a quite different kind of kind of thinking and that's the challenge mm-hmm. you can't you you can't unlearn certain things and learn other things overnight. Mm.
0: I remember one one lecture that I saw when I was 15 or 16 that really had an impact on my whole life, actually. It was called Changing the Education Paradigm. And it was Sir Ken Robinson who held that lecture. And what was interesting with this video I saw, it was made by RSA Animate, I think they were called. And they had... Um, They drew the whole lecture. So they made illustrations along with the the actual lecture. And it was based on another idea he had that schools might be killing creativity. So they have done done studies on on children who are really small and they saw that they were really creative. But when they the more educated they were, the less creative they were. And he was talking about how the school was actually made for the industrial... Based on the industrial society where you have... He was questioning why you divide classes by by age, like the class of the, the it like almost by manufacturing year, the class of ninety, the class of ninety one, the class of ninety two, and also that you divided the subjects by different like departments in a in a in a, um, factory, uh, and you have the, the ringing bell and you have the the so the he made a metaphor with the school as a factory and students as products. And when you take that metaphor and really look into it, it was really interesting to see how how deeply integrated that is into the way we look at knowledge and, and learning. And I, I really remember that in school when it was quite weird actually to have different teachers and different subjects, but they were all connected in one way. I mean, social studies and history is actually connected because history is part of the social studies so it's weird breaking it up in that sense
2: but is not isn't isn't that this the same as we had when we were in in Finland when we when we launched in Finland and we had a proposal from the the Swedish speaking uh, education center for physiotherapists and we said and they were interested in in uh, doing a fascia course uh, for the f- physiotherapist and what did they say
0: so we had we had a um, a whole education how to learn fascia and fascia treatment. They're really interested, and we said, "Well, you need to put this in your your core um, courses. Like your, it should be part of the main education." And they said, "No, no, we can't do that <laughs> because we have this amount of hours and this amount of topics and this amount of things that we need to do, and we can't change that. It will at, it would take us five years to change it, and it would be too much work. And that we need to remove something else. We can't." But, and we started to explain that well it's why should you learn about muscles and skeleton and organs and all these different body parts and then learn about fascia and how it's connected when fascia is actually the the whole body and and they f- they had it, found it hard to Take that in hard to because they uh, had they, to change they, their whole education. Yeah, they wanted
2: to have it as a as an add-on for uh, when you have all the education done, then you can go on, on fascia specialists. So it was right. like, wh- why? So why? Why is it so hard to f- to change? Uh, so maybe one thing that that you said that the difference to to uh, to get fascia in mainstream media or in media is that it it had to. You have to change the education system. It doesn't fit. It doesn't fit in the education system. So why is the edu- is what, what what's what's the, the um what's the problem with the education system as we have today? Because that was the Wha- one thing we were so in in Finland.
1: What we have gotten into now is the realization that. Uh, uh, it's very easy to say that uh, what is needed is another way of, of thinking, and uh, the, uh, for some people this seems to apply. That uh, well, if you just change the way, way of thinking, all, all will will be way, uh, all all will be as it should. Um, uh, apart from the problem that it's, it's, it's always difficult to change the way you, you think. Mm-hmm. But, but uh, the additional problem here, which I think is the crucial one, is, is what you have touched upon already in relation to the education system. Mm-hmm. Uh, Axel, you said that um, uh, a, modern, a school in modern society is, is organized uh, sort of like a, a, frac- a factory. With, with very, with separate uh, subjects, separate processes, and, and uh, the students pass through the school systems in a certain order, in a certain way, with certain, uh, according to certain criteria. Uh, so it's a, it's a very close analog to a, to a factory, actually. And th- you could say the same, uh, which is very relevant to our topic. You could say the, uh, the same, uh, perhaps even more so uh, if you look at a modern hospital, which is a factory for processing illnesses, you could say mm. you, you have you have persons, living persons, uh, living whole persons coming to the hospital with some kind of ailment or illness, or uh, and and they then they get diagnosed. Well, this seems to be a heart condition, uh, but you have a broken leg, and 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 so on and so forth. So so you're you're. Then, then you enter the system uh, uh, according to what diagnosis you have received mm. and then then that diagnosis is processed through the system in certain very well organized ways and for certain ailments and illnesses this works very 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 well for other kinds of of, of trouble <laughs> uh, it doesn't work so so well because uh, uh, it, it's difficult. It's, it's, uh, Perhaps you will have to take into account not only the body as a whole and uh, the person as a living being, but you have to take into account all kinds of envi- environmental influences as well if you're going to uh, have a, a proper Im- uh, view of what really ails this person. That, uh, any condition which requires uh, a more broad approach it's very difficult to to treat uh, within the, uh, the, the, um, a ho- the modern hospital care system mm. because it all o- it's organized just like schools are in, in in a very specialized and divided fashion so so and, and this I think is is the main uh, one one of the main reasons why it's so difficult to introduce another way of thinking it's not just that it's another way of thinking it it is you are immediately confronted by the very very practical problem of where will you put it given that Mm -hmm. you have divided things in this way you have departments for this and you have clinics for that Uh, where does fascia as a a kind of wholeness organ in the whole body, interconnecting all the other organs, where does it fit? Which clinic shall we... (laughs) (laughs) You you can't answer that question. So so the theoretical problem and the problem of how how to think in another way immediately uh, transforms into a very extremely practical problem, Mm. which is very difficult to it's impossible really to solve the practical problem within the existing structures and 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 so that's one reason why why it's uh, and and it it goes whether you look at hospitals or other kinds of clinics or or at the educational system you you run up
2: as you said against the same kind of problem so is it more of a Model way of thinking that's wrong because I, I've, uh, when, when I was in IT industry before, uh, one thing that changed the whole industry was that when when I, I'm sold, so we have mainstream the, the computers done and, and to build mainstream computer programs was quite quite hard. And then the PC industry came and you could sh- actually show programs. And I said to I said to <laughs> one guy I was he was selling a. a a thing for a bank system and said how do how do you how do you show it? you don't show it <laughs> you explain what it does and then and you sell it so and and the, the thing was in in when you had the 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 i t. industry and then you have the, the mainstream way of looking at at computers then they had the p c industry and then the the internet the the web industry came and it was a whole different way of of thinking of if if you do the the internet you have to See the interface with the customer. The customer interface is more more direct, and maybe it's the, the the way of thinking is that we have like computer systems that are so integrated in a way of thinking that we can't change the computer system or we can't change the way of thinking. When when I look at, for instance, if if when we had the the show jumper, that we start with he had problems with his his um, grain and and I said that. We we don't going to treat the the grain. Why? Because everybody has tried to treat it and it's been wrong for two you have been ill for two months. The groin. The groin. So mm. so so we don't we don't treat the groin. We 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 see if the whole body is, is something wrong with. And when we change the, the post the posture and balance of the whole body in one week he could ride again. So it's I think it's maybe we're stuck in a way of thinking that we can't Really, change, perding, change focus, or change, like focus out. So you see what what can be. We're so uh, we're so focused on special things that we can't focus out to see the whole the whole body as. Or, or yeah,
0: but but there, I think it's something it's something deeper deeper than that because um, if you look at something that's new, then you need to then and if it goes along the. The set course, then it can be implemented. But if it's something different, then it can't be implemented. Because If you, if you go back to the, the um, Finnish school uh, example, yeah. so they were really impressed with, with the Fascia course that we had. They, they really wanted to implement it. They were really interested in Fascia. They've, they've learned about Fascia. Fascia was quite big in Finland way back, like way back in 2010, 2015. It was early in Finland. So they were interested in Fascia they couldn't find a way to implement it in their their base course, their, their their basic course. So that that's and that speaks of one they don't have the flexibility and, and not they in, in particular but they they as as an educational institution. And another example of, of that, that that really struck struck me was uh, I heard I think it was you who told me that pair that uh, they found an they they showed a an image of a piece of stone uh, to a group of archaeologists or stone experts. And then they said, that how old is this? Or what, what environment was this from? Uh, and they said, oh, this is um, probably a, a rainforest type of environment or, you know, a lot of that kind of environment. And then they zoomed out the picture and it was the Sphinx. And then everyone said, no, no, th- it's not. I take back everything I said. Because it's uh, no, it can't be the Sphinx because the Sphinx is in the desert, and and then the some archaeologists have found f- have found um, evidences that that could mean that old Egypt was older than Egypt actually was that Egypt mm-hmm. is is thousands of years older than than we think it is, and but that idea. Is not even worth investigating fully because that would mean that we need to rewrite all history books. We need to write the whole story about how the uh, how the civilization grew. We need to re-educate all the historians. We need to. So it's it's hard to think in that way because it's it demands that the price is so high, the cost is so high to to change that story that we have. And imagine then yeah. looking at Fashi as a story, and then you need to retrain all medical professions, you need to rewrite all medical uh, pr- um, educations. And, and that's, that's, not, that's so hard, it's so costly to do that. Mm. But the question is, why are we so unflexible? Why, why can't we make that change? Why, why have we built up a system that is so uh, locked in a certain way? And it's the same thing with institutions. They can they can be malfunctioning. They can be ineffective. They can be costly. They can be uh, uh, terribly wrong. And then you either just pump more money into it and hope that will solve the issue. But you never you never change the system. I, I,
1: I'm, I, I'm almost tempted to say that it's human nature not to want to change. <laughs> uh, uh, which in, in one way explains a lot, but uh, not in, in, in a very useful way. Manner. Um, uh, so, one aspect of, of, of the problem here is that uh, a certain way of thinking, a certain way of spe- specialization, a certain way of div- dividing things into parts um, is institutionalized in education, in hospitals, and, 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 and uh, all kinds of established uh, actual systems. Of, uh, and ways of doing things in one, in our society. So so that's that's one reason and very and a very obvious and very important reason for why it's it's difficult to to even if you as an individual can learn to think if you're so inclined in a, in in another way you you can't implement it in, in, in your work if you're a doctor or a nurse or something or a physiotherapist even even if you're in private or able to. Change perspective and thinking in another way. You can't take it with you into your work because the work is organized in a way that doesn't facil- facilitate that uh, other kind of thinking. So that's one aspect. The other aspect is that there there are certain uh, there are vested interests in how how things work. Uh, there are ways of uh, there are ways of making money, there are ways of uh, coming to important decisions politically and uh, all, all kinds of things intertwined with, with, the, with each other. So uh, one uh, intellectual asp- aspect of this or scientific aspect of this is that uh, uh, the majority of uh, medical research is based on, uh, to put it in very simple general terms, is based on, on biochemistry and molecular biology so this means that the uh, uh, in addition to uh, emphasizing the specialization uh, it also means that uh, the only uh, if if you do medical research on biochemical and molecular biological premises, the 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 only results uh, as to treatment you can get from that kind of research also is based in, in, in the same kind of un- understanding of of, of things uh, in molecular biology. So 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 if if you're interested in pain the the only the only way of treating pain from that perspective is to come up to with some with various drugs that alleviate the pain so if you uh, as is the case with uh, fascia tr- treatment uh, of fascia uh, uh, which doesn't require drugs but uh, comes to grips can, can treat and even heal pain even chronic pain in, in, in other ways, uh, this can not, the, the reason this works cannot be understood in terms of molecular biology. biology. We, this does not mean that there isn't a, a, a biochemical aspect to it you have all, all these things with hyaluronic acid and 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 um, collagen and everything so it, it, of course it, it, what you do when you treat fascia in the way you do uh, it, it, it has consequences and and for how uh, if you if you look in detail of how mo- mo- molecules interact and what happens at at that level but the the explanation you can't explain why physical fascia treatment works the way it does in terms of what happens at the molecular level. You can you can specify what happens at the molecular level to a certain extent, mm. but you can't explain why the treatment works mm. at that level. So so th- this means that. Um, because what you do doing in, 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 in the kind of fascia treatment, which you 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 do, uh, you treat the whole body, you treat uh, the flow of the body, you don't treat, <laughs> well, it's, it, it's a, a very practical uh, application of another perspective, you could say. Mm. And, and uh, the whole Health apparatus, hospitals, and everything, and clinics, and how it, how everything works, which we, which we touched upon. Um, can't, can't really. What, what do you mean? Should we, should, should we start treating pain with uh, drugs and start treating pains, uh, man, uh, with? Uh, in in other ways hmm. w- w- there there are vested interests which aren't very happy about that because if you if you can get make people well and free from pain without drugs hmm. th- this means that uh, you can't make money on 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 drugs in
0: that area hmm. is it is this a typical western modern world problem or because you you are an historian of science and ideas you have studied different cultures different um, but both current cultures but also historical cultures or historic or historical ideas or different societies and civilizations is it are we did everyone else do like we do? Or are we special in a sense in our our way of looking at things and our way of building up society and our way of... Because there, there are some things that are interesting with our culture. We are more people now than we've ever been. That's one thing. And we have built... We have affected our world more than other civilizations that we know of. Like we have built so many things. We have built houses and roads and infrastructure and we've really changed our environment. Are we and, we, and we kind of think of ourselves as the as the most advanced or most developed or most, um, the best civilization. Is that true, that image we have of ourselves?
1: Uh, well, the short answer is that we are unique. Our civilization is unique and, and can't really be compared to to any other uh other civilization, and um, of course, there's a history behind this. Uh, there are two to to put it very simply. There are two preconditions for our way of thinking and thus organizing things. And one one precondition is the division between the inner world and the outer world, between subject and object, and all uh, uh, all all. Um, Virtually all medical research and other scientific research is based on on, on the division uh, or, or between the objective and the subjective, and everything is focused on the objective. So you make a, a very extremely, a really philosophical, extremely basic assumption: it is that the you have we live in an objective world which exists totally to, completely independently of our experience of it. Uh, and our experience is, is completely subjective. Uh, so if, if you want to, uh, and w- our concept of truth is based on this. So uh, what is uh, it? We, we don't really accept anything as true if it isn't based on, on uh, research or thinking focused on the so-called objective, well, irrespective of ex- experience. Uh, so even if we strive to understand ourselves, we sort of go go about it in a, a really quite strange roundabout way. We understand our inner lives in terms of studies, uh, objective studies of our our bodies, our nervous system, or something. How the brain works. That's why you behave the way you do. So so. Uh, any kind of introspection, any kind of experiential direct uh, experiential knowledge doesn't really count if you if you want to say something about how things really work and what is true. Uh, uh, this um, this is also this is one thing that makes understanding fascia difficult, this division between inner and outer, this separation, this dichotomy, Uh, because uh, current research on fascia has shown on an objective scientific basis, (laughs) somewhat ironically you could say, that uh, the functioning of fascia in a living body doesn't really care whether anything is categorized as inner or outer, as objective or subjective. Uh, The fascia reacts and does what it does, irrespective of of, of that. So so, uh, this is an additional dimension to why why it's so difficult to grasp the importance of of, uh, uh, the direction fascia research points
0: in. But it's I'm I'm thinking of do we do we think a lot about how we are thinking and why we are thinking the way we're thinking?
1: I don't think we think about that uh, at all. <laughs> Never. <laughs>
0: because so, so, uh, we because only really... think about that if it if it, get,
1: if, it if it gets really fucked up things and uh, maybe things are starting to get really fucked up by now so uh, so more and more people are thinking about how we think and why do we necessarily have to think the way we do so uh, that's characteristic of when things are starting to get out of hand for uh, for one reason or another but uh, one way of of, um, appreciating the the uniqueness of our approach is to to compare Uh, the understanding of our modern uh, divided understanding of the body with uh, 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 another very old and very well-established tradition, like for example traditional Chinese medicine, which is is based uh, on on, on experience rather than observations of of, uh, what you think of as an objective world. And and this has led to, uh, in in TCM, you you have, uh, you categorize the the living body in terms of organs as well, like heart, lungs, kidney, and so on, Uh, but uh, the when you when in TCM, you speak of the of, 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 of kidney, for example, you, you're not only thinking of the physical tig- kidneys, they are ana- ana- uh, in, in a Western anatomical sense, you also think of all the things that are affa- affected by the way uh, the role of the kidney in the body isn't just uh, one thing, it affects the whole body in various ways. So the kidney is it also uh, it, it affects uh, your inner life, uh, how you view things, how you experience things, how how things feel, has also to do with, with with the kidney and the heart and the lungs in various ways, but in different ways. So everything every, they don't sep- they don't separate the inner experience from the outer uh, possible outer observations. Of, various conditions they 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 it's whole wholly integrated and everything is categorized uh, in a way which seems extremely strange to us so if uh, if 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 anyone decides to really learn uh, to to understand and practice traditional chinese medicine uh, uh, and comes from the west and is educated in our western system uh, the first thing uh, that person has to do is to unlearn virtually everything. Uh, one one thing one, one, one knows about, uh, about the body and start to see it in another way. So uh, it, it's absolutely possible to uh, categorize things and think about uh, the, the living body in ways which are extremely advanced and works uh, as treat uh, as to treatment as well uh, than we than we do in the modern west that is not to say that one thing is necessarily better than the other i, I think it's most use, useful to think about it uh, uh, as if you if you look upon the body from a modern western perspective you can understand and see certain things and uh, you can uh, develop certain treatments, and that is all—all all very well. But it is e- equally clear that there are things you cannot see mm-hmm. from that perspective, which are the, which are invisible to it. And uh, in the same way, there are in in traditional Chinese medicine terms, there are, you can see things which cannot be seen in from a Western perspective. Uh, but also uh, certain things are invisible from that perspective so uh, the wise way would be to learn to distinguish when is one perspective the best one but that requires, one. that requires that requires
0: flexibility
1: <laughs> yeah and it, it, it requires an ability to shift perspective learn different perspectives and shift perspective and and uh, since we are uh, educated within very hardly very um, severely, <laughs> you could say, educated within one perspective, uh, it's very difficult for us to shift. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it, actually it is easier, actually, for uh, someone trained in uh, TCM to shift perspective and think in Western terms than vice versa.
0: I think people underestimate how powerful ideas are. There is there is a sketch um, by a Canadian YouTuber called Ryan George, a really funny guy. Uh, he has this show where he... Uh, it's called The 90s. So he portrays a guy in the 90s and they're sending someone to the future to explain current events. So you're watching cursed current events from the 90s perspective and then the future person is trying to explain what's going on and the 90s person is like, Looking at things from the nineties perspective, so he doesn't understand all these things going on. It's the things things are really weird, like, and things like, like an iPhone is extremely weird, where that you have access to the internet, or because things that didn't exist in the early nineties, and that's not long ago. That, that's, yeah. it's, it's what, thirty years ago, and things like my, my have changed so much. And yeah. my, you think, my, my, yeah. my
2: my brother talked about, I bought an iPhone when it came and said, it has no no buttons. What? <laughs> a phone with no <laughs> buttons, the, but the phone has buttons. <laughs> it has no. It, it's another thing. It was, uh, um, it, yeah, it was real And You're
0: now there is a, a whole generation <coughs> that's that's actually in their, their in their twenties now, that never knew a world without internet. They don't know a world without smartphones. They don't know a world without. So it's it's so fascinating how quick things have been and how that has affected. The whole way we're we're living, we're thinking, we're doing stuff, and it is also affected our way of of um, concentrating, our way of learning things. Um, it's um, questioned how we gain knowledge, and it, it's really changed a lot of things. But we tend to forget how the world looked before that. And I, I remember there was this interview with with, the, with a very old person saying, "What was the what was the invention that that uh, really um, had the most impact on you?" And I think the, the author of that article thought it was going to be the, the TV or, or the computer or internet or cars or and he was like the bike. But mm. Because when the bike came, I could travel much quicker mm. from the villi- that village to this village and that changed my whole world. Mm. And there, there was this other person who said, well, the light bulb. Because mm. we could have, we could read at night. Mm. And then you start to think that Oh, things we take for granted, or things we take as really natural, maybe aren't that natural. Because if you if you really stop and think about it, if I look at my my biological evolutionary being, how natural is it for me to sit in a room with air condition or to travel in a in a metallic? Um, Um, box that's a car or to walk on paved streets or to eat processed food or all these things that i'm doing all the time i mean i can i can take coffee beans that are from the other another part of the world and drink it every day and think that it's it's swedish you know swedish coffee but it's not there is no coffee beans growing in sweden so we have a completely different world and we can't we kind of stop. We never think about how powerful the idea that came because it it all starts with an idea. So someone had a, a, the bike, and the bike went to that, and then it, it became that, and then it became that. And but we we don't tend to see that process, like how how much we are affected by other generations' ideas and inventions, and how they actually affect our whole way no, of living we and don't thinking.
1: really have any, a sense of of history in that way, but but. Uh, uh, I think the important point here is is, is uh, implicit uh, in in what you said that uh, the the kind of environment we grow uh, grow up in and become adult in and um, is what is natural to us. It doesn't matter if it's artificial in in some philosophical sense. It's natural to us. It's natural with to, uh, with us for us to have electricity and. And running water from a tap, and and it's it, it, not in all parts of the world, but in in, in the definitely in the, mod, in the modern world, uh, it's not by now natural to have a smartphone and, and connecting to internet everywhere. Uh, so if you grow up in that environment, uh, that that is not strange. Uh, it's the way things with the way things are, and they, this can be connected directly to what we said earlier about the healthcare system, which, uh, uh, if you grew up in in a world in which the healthcare system works the way it does, specialized and, and so on, uh, and and uh, uh, that they, that is natural. So so if you if you if if new ideas, if new ways of treating illnesses uh, are developed, uh, they are, from a certain perspective, unnatural. See what I mean?
0: Yeah. So, so, that, so back to the question of, of why fascia is hard to understand or why fascia is not mainstream is because, for us as a culture, looking at the body through a fascia perspective is unnatural. It's a natural yes. for us to see the body as a whole. It's an, it's a natural for us to think in terms of flow, or to think about the body as something that's alive, and not static. Uh, yeah. It's a natural for us.
2: Yeah, I, I think I think one thing. I, I it's not
1: spontaneous. It's not. It's not. It doesn't fit with how we spontaneously think and experience uh, life in the
2: modern world. But the the problem is is to, to understand how can it be so hard to understand is it the education system is the uh, way of, of of how we how the the basic of the medical industry is built up in in way of, of thinking because when I, when i i met the guy was we're talking about uh, how to measure inflammation within the body by sound and he was a professor in in uh, physics and he has been uh, working he was a finnish guy and he was really good at sensor tech de- sensor devices that we have in phones, in new phones, and and I said, "It could you could you measure um, inflammation by sensors?" Yes, of course. Okay, you can do it because everything that's in, not in equilibrium with sound. How? But how? But that, that's that's a known fact that it, from the 50s, I think that everything is not that's not in, in equilibrium with sound. So you can actually you can actually hear the the the, 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 um, the sound of, of inflammation. But has anybody done that? No. And why? No, the, the, the doctors are trained on, on, not trained on physics, they are trained on, on biochemistry. Uh, and and so, so, and we have not done that, but it's, it's another ex- example is for, for instance, if we, if from, from, the, from the, the history we had x-rays. That was the first thing you can see inside bodies, but that's that's just the skeleton. And and one one professor I met said it was actually a, a veterinarian too. If we had if we have invented ultrasound from the beginning, instead of X rays, we had been looking at living fascia from the beginning, instead of X rays. So it's like if you have the muscular skeleton system, it's it's locked. It's like it's like everything is that's the, the picture we have of the body but if you have the ultrasound you see you can see oh it's it's moving and if we have ultrasound in in childbirth you can see the living the, the living baby uh, and but but it's it's also a technical or or what, what kind of inventions are have been the the one who is um it's the preferred in, in, in the medical industry because it's, it's the same is in thermography. Thermography you can see uh, the living, um, the the what, what do you call it? The living heat from the body, mm. and it, it's really amazing what, what you can see and how, how much in interactions we have with each other, and how it looks. Um, but that, that's that's a thing that didn't fit into the, the medical industry. I think, and for so
0: example, if I if I touch you on the arm, and then we take a picture two minutes after that, you will have my hand palm on your body. Yeah, like and you you, so can, you
2: can see the reflection in in I, I I can see the reflection on my on myself in the in a window two meters from. In, from. So it's it's amazing how much energy we 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 radi- you, you give away, yeah. yeah, give away. So so the thing is, why why is What's behind the curriculum, how we educate? Because the education system, as you said, it's made for the industrial revolution. And if you said the the, uh, uh, the change in the educa- education paradigm, I think it's 10 years old. He said that we're trying to educate people for an, a future we don't know anything about. And we use a curriculum that's 150 years old or w- maybe older. And, and and is that the way? Or because the, the, when I when I met I met, a, I met a, a specialist in pain and a researcher in pain, and, and and I told about we had done a study on frozen shoulder and said, but how long does does the pain relief uh, occur? And I said it it all depends on how what you're doing. If you're falling down again or you're hurting yourself, you're going to be in pain. So so the body is is is. Everything is moving all the time. So you can't just say that. Uh, but but her, her question was so interesting. How, how long, but yes, uh, uh, how now is that you can treat frozen shoulder? But how long will the treatment stay? Uh, how long will it be healed? And I said, that's a crazy question because it all depends what you're doing. It, and uh, and it, it was so hard for her to understand that kind of question
0: yeah and i think I think that brings us back to the 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 problem here because we we can say that this is our way of working in the Western world and all the progress we're making and and so on and we've developed these technological things and we've blah 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 but there is a problem with this lack of flexibility because when things are changing as they are now yeah. you need to be flexible. Like if if the world is changing, which is which it certainly has done for the past ten years, and how kids are brought up these days is ch- changing, and what you learn is changing, knowledge is changing, the work environment is changing, technology develops, and also dem- demands us changing. So we can't, you can't educate someone the same way uh, now as you did forty years ago because the world is completely different mm. in terms of work. And the old well,
1: the the, the serious reality here is that. If you continue to do things in a way uh, which is not uh, sufficiently in accord with how life actually manifests and works, and how um, then uh, all all systems and all ways of doing things which are 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 not sufficiently in accord with that will eventually self-destruct anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then, that's... so so. The 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 challenge is to uh, before that happens, preferably, mm. to develop uh, in parallel uh, ways of doing things, ways of of uh, education, ways of uh, other kinds of clinics and treatments to develop de- de- develop that independently in, uh, as in- in de- independently as possible and and in parallel with existing. Systems to establish uh, other ways of thinking and, and working because I, I uh, from experience uh, uh, in various kinds of endeavor I, I, I would say that um, it 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 and, and from countless historical examples as well uh, it's not possible to reform a system which is um, which may which makes the wrong assumptions. From from the start, so to speak, so it's it's not possible to reform it. It has to be exchange for something else. And how how do you do that? Uh, you in a new, let's say, uh, fascia, the fascia perspective, if you call it that requires another view of the body. It Mm. requires another way of thinking. It requires another perspective on knowledge and life and everything. Mm. It requires uh, other kinds of treatments. uh, It requires other kinds of organizing clinics, and so on and so forth. If that's the case, which I think is true, Uh, uh, you have to develop uh, those ways of doing things uh, on, 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 from scratch, so to speak. On those premises, you can't press them into the existing systems. Mm. Uh, I, I, I'm rather pessimistic about on the te- on the second
0: possibility. But, the, but that's that's one of the. If you take this conversation, if you take one step back and look at this from from above, or look at what's really going on here, so if you look at this modern world the modern society the modern way of thinking so it's it's quite unflexible in one way it's it doesn't it's not natural for us to change perspective or change way of thinking or look at things in terms of flowing or look at i mean our our, our whole picture and knowledge of the body is based on that the body is dead and it's divided in different parts and you can pick the different parts society, but you can't pick, you can't take a living body and pick out all the parts, because then it's, then we will die, so it's not a living body anymore. So, the whole basic assumptions behind this society we built, or or the structures we built in this society, is, it's kind of not, it's kind of anti-life, because if you look at, so for us it's natural to be in this artificial environment for so on, but, but it's not natural in when you, when it comes to our bodies. It's not natural when it comes to our relationship with, with nature, or with each other, because it's it's this way of dividing things which we learn from from the day we're born, we learn to divide stuff. That's not how life really works, right? Because if, if you yeah. look at if you look so at nature for absolutely. example, if you take one seed and you plant that seed and you give it water and, and nutrients and so on, that seed can grow and become a big tree. So that's not like dividing stuff that's putting something in and then it becomes something more. And that's yeah, more from,
1: from a very grand perspective you could say what we're up against is a tendency uh, uh, which is really has in from a certain perspective it has been part of of uh, western civilization uh, all, all along but it is it, these days, it's reaching a kind of climax almost. What we're up against is um, an increasing artificialization or technocratization of of, of uh, everything, really. So, so if if uh, if the living world, if we, our, if we as living persons and living bodies uh, don't really fit into uh, an artificial technocratic system then uh we will have to be artificialized mm. if that's a word uh more 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 and more in order to fit fit in so uh, that that's what I I, I think is go, going on and of course it goes against uh, life it go, goes against life as a spontaneous natural process so it's 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 a rather serious matter unfortunately
2: do you think that do you think that fascia is is it the same is is everything the same in Western civilization or do you, can fascia be more more into Japanese thinking or uh, to Chinese thinking or uh, Indian thinking or what were is
1: well I, I remember in in the um, documentary we made about fascia research and uh, the fascia perspective uh, there was a short comment by a chinese professor in uh, i think clinical qigong yeah. who said that uh, the fascia perspective uh, is very much in in tune with uh, with that that mm. field Mm. with with qigong and uh and, and with the acupuncture because the acupuncture meridians so-called uh, seem to correspond very closely mm. with uh the fascia network mm. uh how, how it how how it uh, fills the body uh along certain paths rather uh, so so that's a correspondence fascia may, seems to be uh, uh um A kind of possible anatomical, uh, physiological link uh, between uh, modern Western uh, medicine, uh, medical research, natural science research, and and uh, the perspective of traditional Chinese medicine. So there's a possibility to to emerging and
2: meeting via fascia. So maybe if, so if fascism is going to be big in media, it has to go to qigong or yoga or something like that. That's that's from the ground or from the other perspective that you take. That's certainly one possibility. Yes. Yeah.
0: I think also um, it's also a question of getting people interested, like getting more people interested in understanding their own body and how it works or, or what we say the living body or the living creature mm. to understand what it means to be alive and start to feel how the body feels and and, and start to think about these things. Like if you I, I asked you Per do we think of how we're thinking and you're saying no and then <laughs> I said do we do we have a do we grasp the impact of history and the ideas of uh, of science and, and history and you're basically saying no. So we tend to not stop and think about the world we're actually living in and how we are thinking about things. Mm. Yeah, we we're
1: not we we are, re- we, are, we, are <laughs> we are not self-aware. We are, mm. we're not aware of history, we're not aware of of how we think, we're not aware aware of how how we feel and, we, and and so and and all this is uh, is made difficult by the ordinary way of of conceiving things and doing things in our societies.
0: But I also think it's because of of the story we have been told. Like, I mean, yeah, that's in- i I've, I've been told this. Yeah, since I grew up, I've been told this story that this is the best of worlds. This is the best of civilizations. We are the most developed, the most civilized, the most the most uh, advanced and perfect civilization. And this is when when I if I'm growing up with that idea then i tend to look at all other ways of thinking as as um, as less valuable or less interesting or or not so so we we are the civilization that colonized we are the imperialist civilization we are the civilization that went to other cultures and said our way of doing things is better than yours and not trying to understand different cultures or different way of thinking but saying ours is the best this is the only way to go you need to adapt to our way of thinking or, you know, die. That's that's kind of what we did. So we, we're coming from this idea of, we have had this idea of, of hybrids uh, for, uh, for a very long time. Like we, we, we think we think we are the best. And maybe it's time to let go of that myth and start to look at how things really are and how things really are working and why we think thinking the way we're thinking. Because the solution could probably be found in, not only in history or in other cultures, but with the help of that, and I, I like the, the quote by Neil Thies that we had in the interview from the uh, Fascia Research Congress in 2018. That it's it's the same body. It's just different metaphors and different stories and different way different way of looking at things and different way of categorizing categorizing it. But if we start to to combine these things that we know, if we start to get this, um, we start to look at it as something together. Then we don't have to look at Eastern or Western medicine, or, or uh, old and new way of right. thinking, we can start of looking at a, a completely new way of thinking, picking the best things from different cultures, mm. and with the. But then, as you said before, per, we, we need to do it with the with the core foundation in terms of what principles we we want. Like, how do we make something be more alive? How do we stimulate life? How we, do we stimulate healing? How do we stimulate growth? How do we um, how do we make us feel more together and less separate how do we combine instead of divide how do we so it's it's actually theoretically quite easy
1: yes it, it, it's <laughs> it's it's the spontaneous natural way of doing things as hum, human beings mm. so in in that sense there uh, we are on a uh, uh, it's not it's not really problematical Uh, uh, in in some ways it's not really problematical at all the problem is uh, how we have become accustomed to think against ourselves you could say we have organized things which do not are not conducive to well, by now you could say, could say or not con- conducive to to life as we as as life has arisen and developed and evolved on this planet. It's not conducive to 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 that. We we have devo- We have collectively we have developed and acquiesced to a system which uh, doesn't really care about. Uh, the basic living hmm. systems how they work and we know with the, the irony is that we other other aspects of, of, of natural science are very well aware of, of this it's, it's it's not really unknown at all it, it, it's just not prioritized
0: but that's what what's
1: so there's hope yeah you could say mm-hmm.
0: and that, that's what i i've taken away from my years with working with this because the more I learn about fascia fascia is humbling it really makes me more humble about myself and it it, it may helps me focus to strive to be more alive and it definitely piques my curiosi- curiosity so if you're curious and if you're humble I think it's easier to understand fascia
2: the, the, the body is a miracle so we are we are, go, we are living miracles everybody is a miracle that's another way of looking at it